a bonus episode. It's a bonus episode. We be in the candy jar. The chips. Chips. Get ready for it. Mmm. That's what happens when you open this here. Halloween bones. She doesn't mm. control the. And we can we can drop a pen. She'd be clearing a chair now. She'd take your pen away. That empty empty chair across the table here. Yeah. Um, I can feel good. her stare. It's not good. Sorry, Allie. We love you, but the the quality of the episode will go right to the toilet without her. Boys have to be boys. Yeah. So this is the bonus episode of Parababble. This will be our Halloween movie review. Let's talk about horror stuff. Yeah. We'll start right after Jeff stops crunching. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Alright. This is why we need Allie here. Oh, so we're actually... Okay. I am recording, yes. I don't know if I told you. Oh, no, alright. I just, I just pressed the button now. See how this works over here at the Parababble Studio? Nobody yeah. knows what anybody's doing. We all try to no, no, no. dupe somebody. So what we were just saying was, um, me and Rob are probably the only two people yes. in this room <laughs> that hated the Bear, a Blair Witch Project, right? And the only two people in this room. And we're the Unless the ghosts are here, but yes. Yeah, we, um, we both hated the Blair Witch Project. I, I said it to Jeff first, and I thought it was going to be another argument between the two of us, like the uh, the apparition photo from the Stanley Hotel and the uh, one at the Oxborough Hall. Yeah. Well, like I was saying, I was uh, watching the big thing when it came out. Like, they did the news conference, and they hyped the shit out of this movie. We went when it opened, and I left going, what the F was that? This sucked. There was no... They didn't catch anything at the end. They just kind of left it hanging. The found footage crap. Let me... I don't know how you feel about this in horror movies. I hate found footage. I hate the handheld cameras. Yeah, I mean... I would say probably about 80% of the time it's... Well, the thing I hate about them mainly is that they never end well. Like, it's... it's I almost feel like it's an excuse for them to... Uh, not come up with an ending to the movie because they'll just be like, well, you know how we'll end this movie? We'll just kill the guy off that's holding the camera throughout the entire thing and then we can just say it's done. And then the camera hits the ground and yep. you and got your sideways shot forever. Yep. Until that's someone exactly finds it. it. Yep. Well, who did that? Romero's did it with uh, Diary of the Dead? And, um... Mm-hmm. I think the worst one... Oh, man, what was that movie called? Sorry, that was our ghost. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think. It was the found footage movie. Um, it was like about possessions and stuff, and it was recording. Um, yeah, it was like found footage in. Um, she was in Italy. It said record R E C. No, 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 not I'm that thinking one. that because that's no, actually that's the one with like. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. No, it's not those ones. It was one in. Jeez, um, what the hell was that? I'm gonna try and look it up. We don't know. This woman was in Italy. Okay. And was there she was hot? Like demons and stuff. Oh, um, demons! Mm. Yeah, it was about possessions and things like that. Um, so let me see if I can look it up because it had the absolute worst ending of any found footage movie <sighs> of all time. So I'm gonna ruin it right now, but really I'm saving it because well, that's fine. I'm saving your time from wasting any time seeing this thing if you haven't already. So it's a review almost. Almost. It's just the. Uh, do you think it was a recap? It was the worst the re- ending of any movie I've probably ever seen. So basically, what happened was it was like, you know, the, the the climax of the movie, and they're like in a car being chased, and someone's possessed, and then it just stops. The movie just stops, and a, a pop up on the screen comes up saying, "If you want to hear or find out what happens next, go to this link." <sighs> and it was a link to their Facebook page. I'm what? serious. It said, okay. So, so somebody paid money. <laughs> so, so, to, so to find out more, go to our Facebook page. Oh, God. You got to love the like horror that. community because they're saying, they can get away with so much shit and fans will, well, fans will let you know. I don't, there's so many crappy found footages out there that I don't, I just, I think maybe we're just prone to watching, um, you know, like the, uh, you know, steady shots and stuff like that. So found footage just kind of. It was Ew. called The Devil Inside. I just looked it up. Ew. Gross. Yeah, it was from 2012. Yeah, it was absolutely horrible. And it made a lot of money, too, apparently. Unfortunately. <sighs> well, that that's normally how it works. You know, you have you have um, moviegoers, and then you have, like, newbies that'll just go and watch a horror movie because it's a horror movie. Yeah, uh, actually, I, I looked it up on Wikipedia, and there's a whole section about the ending being heavily criticized. 
Is it the worst movie ending of all time? Some guy asked. And, um, yeah, I agree. It is. It was horrible. There are some really bad ones so out there. So that's why I don't like the fun footage tours because they they never know how to end them right. Right. Mostly. So What do you... What got you into horror? What, um, I mean... I don't know. I'm just weird, I guess. I mean, were you always a horror fan? Yeah. Like, since you were growing up, you're like, ooh, scary. Yeah, I think so. I think that's what happened with me. Mm-hmm. I used to... Uh, Friday nights, I used to make it my, my thing. Ah. Get a horror movie and get some food. But going back even further... You know, if there was something scary on, like, uh, like you know, the old HBO, like, middle of the night, you're like, this obscure horror movie that you thought is, like, the, you know, greatest thing since sliced bread. Yeah. And then, you know, as I went through this, I, I came through the 80s, obviously. I mean, lived through the 80s in the sense of what was coming out of the 70s. So, there was some really cheesy, campy stuff, but for the most part, that... People search that genre out the most in that those two periods, late seventies. You know, of course, there's your your classic people. I love my black and whites. I oh, love yeah. the sixties kind of yeah. like um, the Universal the, Monsters. Yeah, the, the the trippy stuff that goes on with horror movies. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, I I watched a lot of well, probably a lot of the most well known ones from like the eighties, especially. Oh yeah. And even some in the seventies. And you're at least 20 years older than me, so... Yeah, older, yes. <laughs> yes. But <clears throat> the newer films, there's... I find myself going to a lot of the IFC independent horror films because they these these young cats that are coming through, they have control of what they want to do. Yeah. And they can make some really good movies that yeah. Hollywood just won't support. Big companies won't support it because it doesn't have a, a named person. Yeah, so and that's kind of the point of this whole episode is to like recommend some cool horror movies for the Halloween season that we uh, that we've either seen or we want to see or so the devil inside. No, that's oh. one you don't want to see. <laughs> um, the fog remake. No, oh. you don't want to see that one either. Okay, so <laughs> I, all right, let's give a couple. You know that there's a couple out there for anyone new out into the horror field slash paranormal. Listen to us. You know you can find us on. Parababble everything. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, Parababble podcast. Who knows? Gmail.com. LinkedIn. Google Plus. <laughs> I mean, we're just, we're easily accessible. We're free, as mm-hmm. you can see by our budget right now. <laughs> but for newbies coming in, what would you say that you want to watch? Um, for newbies to horror in general? Yeah. I know it's going to sound like I mean, a rehash obvious, of popular stuff. You, know, right? you got to do the Halloween movies. You got to do Friday the Thirteenth, Nightmare on Elm Street, Exorcist. The Exorcists. Um, okay, so out of the Friday the Thirteenth or Elm Street and Halloween, which okay, let's go with Halloween. What would you recommend? Which one specifically? Oh, this, yeah, if it's more than one, it's more than one. If it's one, it's one. You gotta watch the first Halloween if you're talking just Halloween movies. Okay. What about first the second one, one? The second one's pretty good too. First two are definitely strong, and I know yeah. a lot of people, a lot of professional people in the business, you know, whack at it, but it was such a phenomenon. Mm-hmm. So, Halloween one and two. Yep. Let's go with Elm Street. Elm Street, number one, number three, and number seven, New Nightmare. New Nightmare. Mm-hmm. Really good idea. They could have really went in more directions with it in another one, but they didn't. Probably, but so it was what was that? Good. Elm Street was one, three, and seven for you. Yes. Okay, I'm one and three. One and three. Okay, uh, was it Friday the Thirteenth? Friday the Thirteenth. I think the best one was part six. Wow. I liked part six. That's part four. I'm. Um, no, no, wait. Yeah, part, part three, four, and maybe six. Are my favorites. What was four? Four was the one with Corey Feldman when he was the kid. No. No? No, <laughs> no, no, no. Can we pop that up? What do we got? Let's see what's out there because I have a whole different opinion. You didn't like Jason taking over Manhattan? That was no, pretty rad. I didn't like that one. <laughs> that was talk- you mean Jason taking over the boat? <laughs> the boat slash, and then he gets to New York City and he terrorizes, comes out of the manholes. I think that's like the best. No, not really. All right, so what do we got? The we remake- got a lot of... Screw the remake. Don't yeah. waste your money on it Friday the 13th. another movie with a bad ending. You know what? Leave it. We got a whole issue. We could do a whole show on remakes. Yeah. I don't but care we're not for the to. first. The first two, Friday the 13th's original, I'm like, eh. Why? Because it's so overplayed? 
So overhashed? I don't know, just maybe because they didn't age well? I don't know. They just seem really old and not not great. I mean, Jason's not really the Jason you know. And right. he's not even in the first one, basically. Right. I'm 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 gonna I'm a naturalist here. Natural hat trick. One two three. One two three or Friday the Thirteenth. Mm-hmm. I do like three. Uh, I'm trying to remember because it's been a long time since I watched them. I, yeah. I know three was definitely one of my favorites. I remember enjoying four, and I remember liking six. Do we like it because they find new kill scenes? Probably yes. Further in, because what else? What else is it got going for it? <laughs> they have great plot lines. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm a one, two, three on there. Yup. I think maybe this is just our personal preferences, but if you're mm-hmm. definitely going to get into horror, start with the first ones, get the basis at least, and then yeah. you can decide if you want to watch the whole series. Well, you no, know. you really should watch all of them. You should. Oh, that, don't get me wrong, <laughs> but then you're you, like us. You're going to pick out what you want. Yeah. So okay, so we did the Freddies, we did the Jasons, we did Halloween. Is there any? What about Saws? Saws. If you really have to, I guess. You, so you didn't like them? If you're going to watch them, stop after three. Okay. Great concept. Yeah. In the beginning. The first one was great. You don't expect any of that. And mm-hmm. then, you know, the whole, you know, live for your mistakes. I think that was great. But at part freaking 300. Yeah. How many more, you know, moral stories can you really... No. You got to stop after three for Saw. Yes, I did like the saws on that. So, yeah. all right, let's let's go and that's our basic lineup of like if you're getting into horror, classics. yeah, like you know your Exorcist stuff like that. How about Texas Chainsaw? Texas Chainsaw, funny story. Do not like the first one. Really? Do I own it on Blu-ray? Absolutely. Funnier story. I have never actually watched it from start to finish. Why is that? I don't know. It just never happened because I, I went through a kick years ago where I. When I first got like Netflix back when they would send discs, and I went oh, wow. through like all the you horror series. Yeah, I am old. <laughs> I went through all the horror series. I got all the Friday the Thirteenth, all the Nightmare on Elm Streets, all the uh, Halloweens, all the mm-hmm. I don't know, you name it. I probably look into it, but I never went through Texas Chainsaw. I've seen some of them, like I've seen the newer ones that they remade. Not great. I get killed for it, but I like the first remake yeah. of the original. I didn't like. Here's the thing. I'm very picky about the movies, and I thought it was just a low, campy, budget, crappy movie. Yeah. But it didn't appeal to me. But when I watched the remake, and I, don't get me wrong, I've watched them through the, I watched it through the years, the original. I don't. I, I have to force myself to pull that DVD out. Now you're talking the first remake because there's two, right? Yes, the one with uh, Jessica Biel. Okay, that one's not bad. I love that one. Yeah. If that came out originally that way, it would have been great. A lot of people are like, oh, here we go, remake, mm-hmm. it sucked. No, it wasn't a bad bad one, but Texas Chainsaw definitely gives the step up in the horror genre. I mean, it takes it to yeah. a new level of like, oh my god, this is messed up. But I don't know. What do you what do you find what what would be like one of your favorites or a couple of your favorites is just kinda hang out and say, you know what? I gotta keep this one close to the D V R player because I like it a lot. Another you... classic series that we didn't mention. Uh-oh. It was one of my favorites. Uh-oh. It's my answer to your question, as well as another classic. Evil Dead series, all three of them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. That is kind of, you know, that one, that's a little more hardcore fans, I yeah. think. You know, your, your Freddies and Jasons are a little more popular. Your yeah. Halloweens are popular, because, let's face it, during Halloween you get the 31 days of, you know, madness, but... Those are always on there, the Jasons. But the Evil Deads, that's a little more underground. That's, yep. a, I mean, you have to be a true horror fan. If you don't own those, then you know what? You got to leave. I own two copies of each of those movies. Just in case. Yeah. I do. It's sad. I do. Because I bought... I got Your the, kids' kids will be safe. <laughs> I got the DVDs of them way back when. And they came in the, the case that is the Book of the Dead. Oh, yes. And then when it came out on Blu-ray, I had to get the Blu-rays. And normally I would get rid of the DVDs, but it's such an awesome book at that case. It is. I had to keep it. It's absolutely, yeah. Um, Evil Dead was one of the first ones that really drew me into. Was that 1979, 79? Yeah. I know we might be good with names and actors, but we pretty much know our shit when it starts going around this era. So, yeah, Evil Dead, although I did not like... 
out of all three of them, I did not like Army of Darkness you as didn't much. Like it? Mm-mm. I'm I not mean, big into that whole. It's different. It's very different. I mean, granted, how many times can you go back to the cabin? Yeah. Not many. Two. You just keep fighting and chopping body parts off. Well, I don't want to ruin anything for you newbies out there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Evil Dead. Bruce uh, Bruce Campbell is the man. Mm-hmm. Definitely check him out on Showtime too. Uh, Ash Ash versus or Evil. Stars. Oh, I'm sorry, Stars. Uh, Ash versus Evil. Evil Dead. Yep, it's yeah, uh, it's awesome too. That's a pretty uh, campy kind of feel. Mm-hmm. It's uh, kind of like more Evil Dead too. We definitely want to hear about this, you know. So reach out to us. And I know there's a thousand horror sites out there on Twitter and all this that are, you know, more in depth. But if you're just an easy listener to us, just throw us a line or two, and we'll listen to you on whatever social media. Evil Dead, yes. Yeah. What about the Evil Dead remake? Do you like that? No. 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 Uh, my buddy and I went to the show to see it, and he walked out of there absolutely loving it. And I went, ew, gross, ew, gross. No. Maybe I was just in the vein of, it's a remake, the chick lives at the end, and it's setting it up. Mm-hmm. Now, should I watch it again? Probably. Do I'm, I own it? No. I didn't think it was bad. Like, I was expecting it to be Right. Horrible, because I love right. the first three so much. And you had the feminine power come through in the end. The woman, yeah, that's true. Just well, she was like wiped up, up like most of the movie. Yeah, drug addict. I believe. So, so yeah. So what's let's pick out single movies, not like trilogy series or quadrilogies. Yeah. What do you uh, think? What do you what? What do you think? A new old anywhere you want to go. Between? I mean, granite. You know. I mean, I got, a, I got a list up on uh, Voodoo right now that we're looking into just to see if I could... Re- oh, here's a good one. I totally forgot about it. That's why I'm glad I'm looking at this list here because I'm old and I have a bad memory. Have you ever seen this one? It's called The Innkeepers. No, but I will now. Yeah, you should check it out. It's it's very slow. Mm-hmm. More of a ghost story? Oh, yeah. It's a haunted hotel story. Oh, uh, even a couple, better. A couple uh, people that work at a really quiet inn that's haunted. And it takes a really long time to build up, build up. This guy who makes these movies, um, it's this director, I forget what his name is. But all his movies are very much like... Uh, sure it's not James Wan, because he's making every horror movie out there right now. And he's doing good. Ty West, his name. Oh, Ty West, yes, this this guy. It's very much like uh, the old 70s like ghost And he's movie. the who's who of right now, in the sense of uh, making movies. Especially the... the, the, mm-hmm. the horror genre because we need some new faces out there that are gonna like i said i i know i mentioned james wan in passing but um because he's writing every movie out there right now he came from the the saw genre i believe james wan and um, the other guy yeah he broke off on his own he did insidious he's doing all those and uh the conjurings yes Mm -hmm. so yes but innkeepers i'll have to definitely check that out definitely should i think you'd like that one it's really it's like slow but it, it builds it all up and that's there's a couple of really cool parts in it. So, that pops out to you. What do you have to sit down when it comes to Halloween and watch? I don't know. Is there That's a favorite? I, like, I, I, just, I, mean, I keep driving this question at you, and I know you're looking at the screen. But yeah, if, I gotta look at the screen, because I can't think off the top of my head. I mean, Evil Dead was one that I would think of. That you would definitely watch? Yeah. Um, I really like the newer Trick or Treat movie. Did you, did you see mm. that Trick or Treat? Excuse me, I just had to get a drink of the... Parabable water. We yes. have our own water. Yes, we do. It's uh, grown from the Parabable Mountains. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the uh, trick or treat. It's so funny. I was just telling my wife yesterday that it's such a great ghost story, Halloween story twisted three stories yeah. into one. You know, and they're actually working on part two. They're doing yeah, another one. I can't wait if they actually make it. If they can get it through there, uh, trick or treat. Definitely have to sit down and watch that because it has that. You know, the leaves are blowing, quiet streets at the end. You know, they get yeah. these kids to go off. Nice Halloween. And the stories all tie together, which I thought was really well done. Yeah. Not the old trick-or-treat of the 70s or early 80s with Gene Simmons and the kid, you know, summons the demon. <laughs> no. It's none of that stuff. Um, one movie that I definitely like to watch at Halloween is The Reanimator. The Reanimator. Yep. I love it. Uh, I one of my first shows that I saw at a theater. 
absolutely stuck in my brain, bringing stuff back to life, bodies walking around in a morgue. I mean, that's probably why I ghost hunt these days. You know, I want to go morgues. I want to see things walking around. But, you know, the whole the whole package that they did, there was enough blood, there was campy humor, and um, it was just great for me. You know, I, so I, I put that out there. I don't go out and buy the 32 redone versions with the needle with the glowing stuff i mean um i still do have it on regular dvd i also have it on vhs gotta show the age right there but um blu-ray is in the future for it you know i want a good good package with it um so the reanimator evil dead i like in the in the mouth of madness that's kind of reminds me what you were describing the innkeepers they there was a is Haunted that... Hotel uh, in Bed and Breakfast. So more of an inn. And the guy tries escaping from the town and he can't escape. And all these little things are happening in the hotel that just kind of come back I around. I think I've seen that one. And again, this was a movie that I caught on HBO late at night. And I'm like, what is going on? He could never get out of it. And uh, John Carpenter, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, and it's overlooked a lot because Carpenter has a lot of. Yeah, I've seen this one. And I I remember when I watched, I was just like, eh. Yeah, uh, the big name in this is um, Sam Neill. You know, he in the end is trying to get out of the hotel, blah 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 blah. But it's really a it's a slow moving movie, but it just keeps you coming back. Yeah. So you know that's one I watch. Um, Dead and Breakfast. Did you ever see that one? No. There's a couple cast in there <laughs> that are uh, pretty good. Um, they go on a road trip, and they end up in this uh, hotel. They have this the stay, and they turn around and uh, zombies, zombies. I hate it when that happens. Uh, but the zombies are funny because they do a uniform Michael Jackson dance, but yet they can kill you. And it's real campy. It's it's comedic. <laughs> kind of like Return of the Living Dead. Yeah, yeah, yep. And it, I just wish it was bigger. But yeah, it was a really good flick to watch. So how about some more like um, you want to talk about like some newer ones that are a little more or less known? Maybe not as popular. I'm trying to look here. Are we trying to read it, reach out to our demographic youth? Well, I mean, even horror nerds like us, I mean, you're always looking for new stuff. We are. That's good. Have you ever seen this one? It Follows? Yes. You have? Yes. Um, what do you think of that one? That was pretty big, like, last year. I, um... I, I was expecting more. Yeah? I think the idea was good. But I was expecting a little bit more on it. I, yeah, it, what, it just passes from person to person? Yeah. It yeah. follows them. It follows them. Duh. I thought it was pretty good. Do you own it? I, no, I don't own it. I don't own it either. I don't. I don't know. I, I don't know if I would go out and spend fifteen bucks on a Blu-ray. If it was on sale, I might buy it. If it was like in a bargain bin or something. Do you find I'm not your... too big on buying anymore? No. I don't have as much room. I just I got overbloated with all the movies that I have. Well, we know what to get you for Christmas. A bigger DVD shelf. I have one in there. It's just. Well, it's hard we to can't get to. look. You can't st- <laughs> you can't stop buying horror DVDs just because you have no room. That is like sacrilege. Whoa, Blu-rays. Blu- Maybe things are going digital now, though, so you don't know. Now, okay, so it leads us into Maybe a question it's going here. 4K Blu-rays. Talking. I don't know. Are we um, are we taking our old movies that we have on DVD? Are we converting them over to Blu-ray? Some depends. Obviously, what if okay. This is my thought. If I've seen a movie a million times, like um, Dawn of the Dead, one of my all-time favorites. Oh, we forgot the zombie, the dead movies. Yeah. Okay, we mentioned it, though, so we're good. We're good. We're safe. The, um, if I've seen it a million times, inside out, forwards, backwards, do I want to go out and buy it on a Blu-ray? Because I'm so tired of watching it, but yet I love it. Are you the same way in that thinking? Um, sometimes. It depends on the movie. It, 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 I really have to like it, especially if it's an older movie. Because if it's an older movie, it's like, you know, how much better is the picture really going to be? Well, and you got to do a lot of research on, you know, the transfer yeah. rates and stuff like that. And if, 
I don't understand. <clears throat> I do understand, but I don't understand. When you take a classic movie and then you put it to Blu-ray, I want stuff in that package. I want to have, like, some of the actors. I love, do you, I don't know if you'd like doing this. I love when they do the voiceover when they're talking over it while you're watching the movie and they explain some of the little goofy things that went on with the actors yeah. or the actresses that are talking. That shit to me, I can sit there and watch all the time. I think it's about, that helps the movie for me because I go in there and I'm like, well, what the hell, what, where did they come up? And then you sit down and listen to the director's cut. Bang. So some movies I won't do that with. Yeah. I won't convert. You know, it's like going from cassette to D, um, CD. It's like, okay, I own this cassette. I wore it out. No, I want it on the DVD. Am I willing to pay the money? What's extra in it for me? The only difference there then, too, is, you know, you've got the DVD. You could still play that on your Blu-ray player, you know? So it's... It does help. And it's more... It's less of an incentive to upgrade. Right. And you don't have and to. The, the reviews out there, it does help upgrade a DVD or a regular DVD. Yeah. Playing it on a Blu-ray. Upscales it. It doesn't make it like, oh... Because that all comes in how they transfer it and how they clean it up and what they do to digitalize it. But it definitely brings it up a notch. So if I have my Dawn of the Deads, which I do not have on Blu-ray, believe it or not, <clears throat> I put it on my Blu-ray player. You know what? I got a good TV. I got a good Blu-ray player. It helps it. Should I go out and buy a, the DVD package? Unless Romero's is serving me dinner or something, probably not. <laughs> you know? But, yeah, so... I'm about 50-50 on getting new stuff. Yeah, it depends you know. on the movie for me. But if you have places that are local to you out there, kids, this is what you want to do. You take your old horror movies or any of your movies that you want to get in Blu-ray, you buy the Blu-ray. So you have the DVD laying around. You turn around and go and just turn it to a place to take trade-ins. Yep. And then you can buy maybe another Blu-ray of something else. I take, like, I got a couple places around here that we can do that with still. I'll take in stacks... Get an in-store credit, and then turn around and buy one good Blu-ray DVD that I might want. Yeah, and if you're feeling really ambitious, you could sell them on uh, eBay or something. That's what I did at one point when I unloaded a lot of stuff. Well, you know, that that's a good idea, too, because that just puts cash or whatever in your hand. But I'm supporting local, the local uh, movie shops or music shops that, you know. They still exist. You know what? There's one out in my neighborhood. There's, yeah, he owns two of them. And I'll go in there and I can do a trade-in and he'll give me X amount or I'll say I want to get this. You know, you got to barter. You got to know what you're looking for. You know, maybe there's an old, old-time, you know, Dario Argento movie out there that you just don't want to pay 80 bucks for, but you can trade in and pay like, you know, 30 bucks for. Mm -hmm. That's a good way to go too. So, yeah, and you can clean it up and turn it to Blu-ray because let's face it, technology isn't going to go backwards. It's already 4K Blu-rays are out there, so... Really? There. See, I haven't even gotten there. Should I stop Blu-rays now? I don't know. I mean, I don't know what I'm going to do. It's like... I don't know. <laughs> How much better can it get? It can get a bit better. I a mean, bit better. I mean, there's 4K TVs, but not much is in 4K yet. But you got it's 4K Blu-rays. So the 4, 4K Blu-rays are out there. They are out there. And have you seen any movies? On 4K? Yeah. I haven't watched any movies in 4K yet. I watched some like TV shows and stuff, mm -hmm. like on Netflix. That's like pretty much the only way you could do it. But you have to have a smart TV, right? Um, or something capable about putting 4K. And right now, if it's not your smart TV, uh, you can get like one of the uh, the new Xbox, the One S, new PS4, uh, this, the new PS4, not the regular PS4. Oh, we are nerding out right now. Yeah. Okay, so I don't have any of that. Jabber. But, you know, I can hear my voice, my wife's voice right now going, I can't tell the difference. It looks like the same picture to me. <laughs> no, there are certain things when you watch your movies that you can tell if you're really paying attention, especially with horror, because there's a lot of graphic stuff that goes in there. There's a lot of effects that look like, you watch that on a VHS. The blood will just pop a little bit better. Yeah, and granted, they can CGI it up a little bit, but... The clarity gets a lot better. So, I don't know. I don't know about this 4, 4K giga gigawatt thingy, whatever, Blu-ray. 1.21 gigawatts? There you go. That's a, you know, catch one of our old pair of Babel shows. But I'm kind of content at this age 
you know, unless I really want to reinvest in everything, you know, mm-hmm. so what do you do? Now you have your Dawn of the Dead on DVD, your regular DVD. You go to Blu-ray, which is transfer rates are different, which is even more incredible. So now you own that. You don't get rid of your original. Of course, you don't want to get rid of your original because yeah. you're a horror fan. And then now you got 4K. Mm-hmm. Now what? Do you go out and get that too? Just <laughs> Because now you have to get the TV. You got to get a player. It's slowly starting, but I've only seen newer movies on 4K. So, so do we have to wait until we're 90 to do this changeover? Maybe. I don't know. Because let's face it. What if you don't have any kids? In the end, where does it go? What happens? It's fun. It's fun now. Now? I mean, who cares if where it goes when we're dead? Uh, <laughs> but think about it. all that money that us horror fans put into like DVDs and posters. I got a basement that's full of horror stuff. Yep. Just, what happens? Do my kids want this shit? No, maybe, maybe not. Maybe they might take one or two things. Oh, this shit's be dad stuff. But... My 500, 600 DVDs that I have in horror, who's getting that? Where's it going? I'm signing it off to the next living person that I know that's into horror. <laughs> that might be you, Rob. Maybe. Because, you, well, you're actually older than me, so. That's true. You know, by. I'm uh, 75 years old. Oof, you're getting there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, what, do you, oh, what do you got up here? Oh, okay. So, I was just looking through movies here, and I saw this one that I was reminded of from 2011. So I'm doing some note writing here. Yeah. You've never seen this one, I'm guessing, then? Nope. It's called Grave Encounters. 2011. So, yes. The reason, Independent. Yes. The reason I bring this one up is because it is one of those found footage movies, but the plot of it is that it's a group of ghost hunters filming a TV show going into this haunted building, and it's very... The team of ghost hunters there, it's very ghost adventure Like, the main character is very Zach Baggins-ish. Ah, and it's uh, I I really liked it. I thought it was really cool. Well, Rotten Tomatoes so, gave it what three and a half stars, almost four. Yeah, that's pretty good, right? Can we get this on? Uh, can we get this on Netflix yet? I think that's where I originally saw it. I don't know if it's still there though or not. There's mm. a sequel to it as well. It's called Grave Encounters. There's a sequel to this. Yes. How's the footage on it? It's not bad because. Do I walk away with a headache? Uh, I didn't because. It's from the point of view of a reality TV film crew. So if you could watch, like, Ghost Adventures, it's kind of filmed the same way. Which isn't too bad. Yeah. I mean, some of these found footage, I, we keep going back yeah. to it. It's like it's creeping to our everyday uh, thing. But I really, hand, like, Cloverfield, I walk out of there with yeah. a fucking migraine. Going, oh, my God. I mean, great story, but oh, my God. So, you know. Um, what else is popping around here that's a little... I don't know. I mean, we're just looking at... Horror movies right now, and Steve, we could be reminded of anything that's good. Drag Me to Hell was pretty decent. What? What? Uh, I know we're doing ADH horror right now. Um, what movie scared you the most? Like when you sat down, whatever age you were, it left an impression in your brain, going, "Oh God!" And even to this day, you're like, "That's kind of scary." I don't think anything scares me anymore. Nothing scares you. Day. <laughs> See, that's the paranormal investigator in you. It It ain't real. Probably, like, Nightmare on Elm Street was probably the scariest back then. Um, Mine would have been uh, Prince of Darkness. Never even heard of that one. John Carpenter. The devil's coming. Satan is coming. And these college students are watching this, like, ectoplasm. And all these strange things are starting to happen. I believe his setting was L.A. And uh, if you haven't checked it out, it's pretty cool. I was younger. And we went to the theater, and I saw it three times, and it was just very creepy. Alice Cooper, for all you rock fans out there who are into horror, he did a couple appearances in it. But um, it was kind of a good story, and that that really stuck with me. And yes, I do own it on DVD. Oh, there it is, too. Yep, Rob pulled up uh, Grave Encounters 2. Would they, would they give that for a star? For the second one? The second one's not as good, but uh, the same thing. Three and a, oh, no, three and a half. Yeah. Well, that's only 14. Okay. So, oh, creepy guy crawling out of the creepy wall. Ghost. Creepy goat. Oh, so that's where that picture came from. So, Grave Encounters, Rob is saying it was pretty good. We can check that out. Yeah. Prince of Darkness stuff. Especially with if me. you're into like ghost hunting and stuff like that. Because it's that fun little twist of a bunch of ghost hunters filming a TV show. Because that's what happens when we really ghost hunt. We have creepy creatures coming out of walls. Yep. All the time. What about, yeah, paranormal activity is kind of old. Yeah, it's gotten pretty bad. Do you like 
The Entity was a really great movie, just saying, back in the 70s. Um, Poltergeist movie, if you guys are kind of into that. Uh, except it's a little more downright dirty, graphic. It was a true case, and uh, Dr. Barry Taff was involved with doing the studies on it. But if you really want like a poltergeist movie, that's kind of an idea to check out, the entity. But where was I going? Rob keeps moving through these movies, and he made me see something here. And, um, oh, the new poltergeist I heard was shit. My wife and daughter rented it, and they're like, never again. <laughs> so that's why we don't do a lot of the yeah. new stuff. Um, but we do really new stuff, because we're hoping that something's not going to be crappy. Well, yeah, that's, <laughs> well, that's why we do do that. You're exactly right. Um, oh, the paranormal activity is what I was going to go to. Oh, yeah. Are you more of a horror guy, like you like the gore and all the funness to it? Or do you like a really good scary ghost story? Both. Yeah, I find myself as I'm getting closer to your age. I was getting to you already went past this. Yes, many years ago. Many years ago, I find myself and my uh, a couple other of my friends are really into the the art of telling a ghost story and making it scary. Not so much blood and gore yeah. and everything, but mm-hmm. it borderlines like thriller. But there are play there. There's movies out there that are just like, you know great movies yeah um we are still here just came out did you see that one yes i actually went out and i bought it and of course two months later they release it in blu-ray now will i go out and get it upgraded no see that's another one three and a half stars that's 95 percent yeah like i heard a lot of really good things about this one and i just recently watched it uh probably a couple months ago and i was just like eh Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I was waiting for, like, something decent to happen, like, throughout most of the movie. I'm like, why does everybody love this? And then I think it was probably because of what the it was. It was the ghost story. It was a good... And the ending, yes. And the talented and, you know, we even forgot to mention her, Barbara Crampton. She comes in, what, reanimated, I believe. She came in on uh, um, From Beyond with, uh, what's his face, um, Jeff... I can, I can see his face. Let's get the reanimator up here. <laughs> okay, we're see. all over the place, but we are still here. Really good, strong um, ghost story. Uh, Ted, uh, um, can't think of his name right now. Gegenheim or whatever. No, don't have it on here. What? Yeah. Oh, how voodoo? Oh, voodoo. Oh. I don't know. It's just, you know. There was one movie that I saw recently. It's not really a horror movie. It's more like a horror comedy. Mm-hmm. It was called um, Ghost Team. Have you heard of it? No. Okay, it's that's interesting. It's really interesting, especially for people who listen to uh, Parababble in general anyway. So it's starring the guy who was Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, okay. Yeah, and um, they're basically a ghost hunting group that gets together. And it's kind of like a horror comedy, and uh, that's about all I could really say without giving it away. But one of the interesting things is that it uh, they parody like real ghost groups, like mm-hmm. in the beginning. And you know who they get to play like the actual team that's big, they're big stars on TV. Who? The real ghost hunters, Jason and Steve from Ghost Hunters. They play like a parody some, of themselves. Yes, a parody of themselves. Of a parody. Yes. A parody of a parody. Yeah. That's kind of a cool idea. Uh, the guy I was trying to think of that, you know, Barbara Crampton worked with a lot was Jeffrey Combs. You know, uh, Herbert West and the Reanimator. But, um, you know, she's in a ton of old school movies. And we are still here. She's, uh, she plays an amazing role in this. Shaun of the Dead. I see you point over to the Shaun of the yeah, Dead. Yeah, it just popped up. That is a great movie. One. You know, I follow the series. Did you like Hot Stuff after it and... Hot Fuzz, yeah. Hot I fuzz, love Hot Fuzz. Hot Stuff. In his 70s. Yeah, hot Stuff. Hot Fuzz. I mean, and he likes to keep his his uh, friends in it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's kind of cool and they put him in different situations. If you really have like a love for um, like a British type of... They're British, Humor, right? yeah. Humor. It works. You know, some of it's a little quirky, but it definitely works, so... You, know, you need to check out Shaun of the Dead and follow up on, you know, the writing after that. Hot Fuzz. Um, what's the one where they were going to take over the world? 
to go to the pub. Uh, the World's End. World's End. Yep. That was another goodie. Yeah. So. And what's his face? Um, he's in Star Trek. Yeah. Well, Sean of the Dead guy. Which we can't <laughs> even think of. See, this is how nerdy we are. We're not even... Um, We're just all over the place right now. Is it even popping up on here? I don't know where it went. I just went um, out. I went to the big menu menu again. Oh. Again. Do you like clown movies? You mean like Killer Clowns from Outer Space? <laughs> yeah, it's what probably... I, <laughs> something popped up in there. Um, Simon Pegg. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he comes up all over the place. He's mm-hmm. he's another nerd guy out there, and he's proud of it, but he's in the new Star Trek, which more sci-fi than anything is you. I'm not a sci-fi yeah. guy. Although Life Force was a really good movie. I haven't seen it. Wow. Naked women all over the place. Oh. And they were taking over the world, but that's what got me into it. That's another thing. Back in the day, I worked an overnight job, and we'd sit around. We'd do like eight hours of work and like two hours. There was a four-man crew, and we'd order food in. We worked at a department store, and the store actually rented out movies. So we'd go in there, and we'd pick out horror movies. After we did our two hours of work, we had six more hours to do. We sat around, ate food, and watched horror movies. And that's And that's another driving thing where... You know, the horror really stuck with me because I saw a lot of these movies that were supposed to be big at the time, but they flopped. And now they're like obscure movies. So that people won't even think of. Still? Yeah. Well, a smaller group of people. Smaller group. Of, yeah, definitely. So I don't know. That's just me babbling about how I got into it. But that's what we do here at Parababble. We rabble. We're, well, we can reach us out. Yeah, Parababble. You can get us to Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Facebook. Parababblepodcast um, at gmail.com. Yeah. I'm sure we're forgetting a bunch of horror movies. I think that's what we're trying to remember right now. Oh, there's a ton. I mean, we could go into Italian horror movies. Suspiria. Suspiria. Did you like Suspiria? I did. Yeah. I like The Mother of Tears. That I was That yet. was part of the yeah. trilogy on that. Um, Asia Argento. Gotta love her. Him. Oh. The daughter. The daughter. Yep. She's in a few. Um, I don't... I was just going to say something. I oh, forgot. go ahead. No, I forgot. No. We got... Because I'm old. Oh. Well, am I supposed to be taking notes to remind you? Um... <laughs> yeah. It's jumping out. Anything here? The Fury? That was an okay movie. Bought that. Have you watched all 11 seasons of Supernatural yet? No, but um, I've been working on Syria uh, 1 and 2. 1 and 2? Yeah. All right. You're getting there. I'm getting there. There's a lot to catch up on that one. Uh, season 12 starts in a couple Jesus. weeks. Jesus. So. <laughs> Where have I been? <laughs> um, the original Poltergeist. That's always a good one. You know, I didn't care for it. The first one? Yeah. It was okay. It's right up there with Amityville Horror. Just kind of is what it is. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, that's another one I didn't really... I mean, whatever. you talk to people that are my age they're like oh the Amityville Horror or Poltergeist you know those are the ones that were mm-hmm. popular that they remember going to see at the theaters and they're you, you know what you gotta get the basics you gotta be in there and I know we're only sticking to 70s and 80s and you know the older crowd out there like your crowd Rob they're probably going well why don't you go to 1969 or something like that or the 50s and go back further well we're not really doing that but I guess we are right now Look at that. The whole time we were just in one section of horror movies on Voodoo here. Look at all these new ones that just popped up. Hmm. It. Stephen King's It. Didn't like it. There's clowns for you. Didn't like it. You know, I haven't seen it in a really long time, but I listened to the uh, the audiobook on my last job. How'd you like it? It was really good. It was like 48 hours long. Ooh. How was the guy who was doing the story? He did well, because if he didn't, there's no way I would have made it through 48 hours. I was going to say, it really, these audio, especially when it comes to like, well, any of them, but, you know, sticking in the horror vein, you got to really have the right person to do the job. You want someone who's going to love it or someone who can really fake the shit out of it. Cabin in the Woods. I like that one, too. It took me a while. It took me a while, and then I started to get into it. Mm -hmm. I was like, cool. What about The Thing? Definitely different. Love The Thing. Okay. You like the original? The one from like the 30s? Are you uh, talking? Or the 50s? The 50s? Yeah, I don't know. I, 60s, I haven't seen it. Or, okay. Well, you Gremlins, check it out. Gremlins. Gremlins. Classic. Classic. Too cute. Don't like it. It's more of a Christmas movie. Really? It takes place during Christmas. I consider it a Christmas movie. 
interesting on how you bring that about. What about the mist? The mist? The newer one? Right? Yeah, that's the only... Oh, the mist. Okay, I get the mist and the fog confused because it's basically the same thing. Oh, original fog all the way. The mist. I did like the mist. Okay, good. I like the mist. I went out and bought it on Blu-ray. I think I still have the DVD of that. The ending, if you haven't seen it. What what a just twisted shit pile that is. Mm -hmm. Um, Where where was I looking? Uh, Yeah, Rob Zombie. You know about Rob Zombie and what he does. Hit or miss. Lots of hillbillies. Um, That's what you get. Yeah. You know, the original Fog, I was never allowed to go to a theater and see. My mom said no. Yeah? Yeah. Now, my son, I went out and got the wrong turns. I actually own the series. All of them? There's like, there's a ton of them. Six of them. And they never go to the theater anymore. They went like maybe one. I think the first one. one. That was it. And then whoever's financing these just must love doing it because it's really kind of twisted and and good. But my son will sit there and watch these. My son's going to be 14, 15. You know, it's pretty old. Or, well, I'm not that old. But for my 14-year-old, this 15-year-old, to sit there and watch these movies over and over, especially wrong turns, I'm like, I don't get it, but it must work on some level. And they're okay. I mean... Again, how many different ways can you kill somebody? I think I've seen, like, the f- first two of those. Well, I own all of them, so. Oh, American Morrow from London. I love that movie. Never liked it in the beginning because I never thought it was creepy enough, and then yeah. I started watching it when I got a little it's older. More, it's cool. It's got more of a comedy. Yeah, it, it, it has it, American Werewolf, um, I think Cujo, that style of, you know, movie telling. Um I've now come to like, oh, there's In Mouth of Madness. Um, what about Leprechaun with Jennifer Aniston? <laughs> a young Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> Leprechaun. There's another classic series. <laughs> not, not really, though. Yeah, we didn't even, we didn't even no, bother with that. Yeah, Leprechaun. Oh, that's just, you know. Leprechaun or Leprechaun? <laughs> Leprechaun. Or le- Here it is. Bundle and Save series. Wrong turn. One through six. There you go. It is beautiful. Oh, Child's Play. Chucky. We neglected Chucky. Chuckster. Um, shout out. Best part of that movie is Jennifer Tilly when she comes into the series. Love her. Beautiful. Have you seen the new one? Um, probably. Just yeah. came out like a couple of years ago. Yeah. I think I own it, actually. That's another one my son good. is all about. Um, Stephen King, he's got a lot of different yeah. adaptations. But Pet Cemetery, I liked. Yeah. Yep. Me too. You know, Cujo. Jeepers Creepers. What do you think about that one? I liked it until you figured out it was a winged warrior. And then it went to Hell in a Basket. But they are they are making the second one. The third, third one. Third I'm one? sorry, third, third one. Third one. Sounds like someone's got a chainsaw nearby. It is Halloween season coming yeah, up, so. What are you gonna do? Oh there it is. Prince of Darkness. Was it John Carpenter? Yep. Uh Victor Wong. Another famous name. Um, he played in... Three Ninjas. No, what else did he play in? I don't know, but that's what I recognize him from. Three Ninjas? <laughs> he, um... <laughs> horrible. Um, Big Trouble in Little China, right? Yep, that it? there it is. Kurt Russell, another kind of s- throwback time travel kind of, like, sci-fi, I would call it. But yes, Victor Wong. That was a John Carpenter movie. That was that was a pretty good flick. Never liked the Candyman. I haven't seen that one still. I've seen the Candyman. I've met the Candyman, but I haven't seen the Candyman. So you've met Mr. Tony Todd? I have. That's awesome. I never got to meet him at any he of these was conventions. Really cool. Yeah, he seems like he's a, a pretty cool dude to hang out with. Uh, I don't know. The horror the horror genre is one that is very finicky and. Up oh, Ty West. There's another one. It's another slow movie by him. The House of the Devil. Very 70s-like. Mm-hmm. Did this, you like especially it? Especially this one, yeah. You did like it? Mm-hmm. I watched it, I think I was expecting more. So yeah. I might have to go back and rewatch it. See, here's my issue. I don't know if you get into this issue. I don't know if anybody out there in Horrorville with us gets into this issue. You watch it once and you're expecting big stuff and it doesn't happen, but... You talk to some friends or other people online or whoever, and they go, oh, that movie was great. And then you have to go back and check it out. Yeah. And then you're mm-hmm. like, oh, you know what? So did their popular opinion actually sink into your brain and said, oh, this is a good movie? You know. 
So I, I run myself into that. Like that was a perfect example of that movie. Yeah, and I do that a lot because I think I'm trying to compare it to some old stuff. You know, I want my gore. I want certain things. Yeah, especially that one. It's very, um, very much like those old '70s movies. Yep, and that was what you said was Ty West. Yeah. I don't know. How's how's the babbling going here? What are we doing? We've been babbling for a very long time about this. We Longer than we probably up. thought. There's just so many horror movies that we've probably not even remembered. Maybe we should just take a group next time. Pick out like five of them and just tear into them. I think we should make this a, a little side project. Like our horror. It doesn't have to be for Halloween because obviously horror fans live horror year round. Yeah. You know, Halloween is like, you know, amateur night to us. I hear the chainsaws coming for us. Do you hear them? That is definitely creepy that we're doing this. Who has a chainsaw out at like 6 o'clock at night or darkness? Because it is fall. Well, it's probably Leatherface. Oh, God, and I said I didn't like the first one. Shit. See, that's why he's coming for you now. He pissed <laughs> him off. He heard you. That is getting closer. <laughs> this is what goes on at Parababble Studio. I, I kid you not. <laughs> leave the studio soon and um, get out of here before we get...